Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, it's Todd. It's the same thing every time. All right, well, here's part two of Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be on uh, Jim Gaffigan. I'll be with him all of his Boston dates, all of his Washington, D.C. dates. So that's cool. That should be fun. And, And I think I'm on Jimmy Fallon the 20th of February. I'm looking forward to that, too. And then uh, Vancouver, if you bought tickets for Vancouver, and then I had to cancel at the festival, I rebooked myself the first, second, and third in uh, Vancouver. It's going to be really small. I mean, it's, we're doing like a really, really small room. It should be really fun. And then I'm at D.C. at the Improv, the 7th through the 11th, and then at Helium, the 21st through the 24th of Fed March. And then uh, that's it. Did I say I was in D.C.? Did I say when? March, 7th through the 11th. Okay. Of March. All right. All those dates I just gave were in March. All righty. Part two of Paul F. Tompkins. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought we had some really cool conversation. I really enjoyed it. All right. I said that already. Okay. Here it is. Rolling the show, Katie. Now entering Nerdist.com. Okay. Here we go. Two. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? I need more reverb. Uh, Miracles, I guess. I'm walking around the park. Still happen now and then. Step into my heart. Leave your cares behind. Give it a shot, Paul. Welcome to my world. People come to see him perform. Build with you a five. 
Doutor, salve roupa! Ficado no covardo! Ata, adjunto e rivador! Daqui, tudo errado, vai! Tricotado! Ah, eu vou esperar lá! Vai, doutor! Who would pay to see this guy? Go with your life. Waiting just for you. The two together. Welcome to my world. Would people pay to see this guy? Absolutely, they would. <laughs> I love it. This guy would be on stage. 10,000 people. That's right. And they love him. Yeah. And this is him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the end of it. Welcome to my world. And then he tells a story, I bet, because all his stories are from his life. So he That's probably right. tells the story about, I used to own a juice bar. Put the, put the, <laughs> put the music behind him. Like, he, the vamping into the music, this is the story he tells. Like his like band right start- after he int- introduced the band, he tells a little personal story. Yeah, and the band starts up for the next song, and he tells this story. So play that song again, and you just tell the story. This is him, now that he's a big singer. Welcome to my world. Can you play it? And Dan Fox on the drums. You know, folks, <laughs> it's been quite a strange journey from my home country to here. Can you believe I used to own a juice bar? Thank I love you too, dear. I love you too. I love you too. You know, not so long ago, I was selling juice to the worst people in the world. They order me to smile. They tell me I starve myself before I give you extra money because you are so scowling. My wife, will she leave me? I say, please stay. I give you three wishes. Paul, I got to interrupt you. He loses the audience, right? When he does this, like they start. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, look, more music is coming. I'm just trying to do some banter in between songs. This is called. It's, you don't tell me to smile anymore. If you smile more, I download your music. Oh, I use my magical powers to make you all pig faces. <laughs> there, now you are all pig faces. All right. How do you like um, it? Fade it out. God, imagine we are back. the worst, your worst nightmare. That guy is a big fan of your comedy, and he listens to the podcast. Oh, and then we make fun of him? And then you see him tomorrow or on Monday. Oh, the real guy. Imagine you see hey, the real guy thanks for Monday. telling everyone my wife left me. <laughs> no, I did, I'm sorry. I didn't mean... I, you know what? No, I'm sure you're sorry now. So, uh, Okay. Oh, your, I... your great scheme worked to make me a nicer person. Excuse me? Yeah. You know how uh, you reform me like I'm a dog you hit with newspaper? Well, I first of all, I don't want to mirror the type of behavior I don't like. I was wrong what I did. Oh. I should have been honest with you. When uh-huh. you I should have been honest. Go on, I'm listening to you. <laughs> well, I just should have been honest. Uh-huh. Well, you're not. I'm listening. Well, you're, you go say ahead. you're listening, but when I go to talk, mm-hmm. can I talk? Sure, I wish you would. What is that? Who? What's vibrating? Ooh, there is a wasp in the room. Oh, is it your, <laughs> it's funny the dynamics of when a phone's vibrating. Like I get upset that when it's yours, I'm like, okay, we can nothing we can't live with. <laughs> Meanwhile, I looked at everybody else. Like <laughs> the world's coming to an end. I might have a super important thing going on. Okay, I'm uh, so, they left a message. Left a message. <laughs> Back to us at the juice bar. You're right. That was wrong. But you got to let me. Where talk. Where did you go? You got to let me talk. Wait, he del- you you so you heard the show, sir? You listened to the oh, show? Oh, who's your friend? I'm his buddy. Now, yeah, we, Daniel, we please. Out. We oh, need... you are workout partners? Excuse me? You are workout partners? No, Wait, we're what friends. Are you, are you making like, is that a joke? 
It's a question of where the gymnasium. Well, where did? No, it's not my work. I am sorry for what I did. I accept you, your apology. You, when you, the other day when you told me the story. Why about are you still talking to me? <laughs> I accept your apology. I know, but let me explain my side. I got to hear your whole life story. You heard mine. I'd say it on podcast. <laughs> He'd be right because I made fun of him. So why am I? Why do I got to talk so much? No, you okay, were let me... just you were relating story. I forgive you. Okay, can I say though? Now that we're being honest with each other, it would help sometimes. I'm not talking about the snotty customer that comes in here and says smile, but it would help if you were a little friendlier. Are and I you know. Kidding me with this? Am I what? Are you kidding me with this? I'm not even trying to be disrespectful, but I don't. I honestly don't know what you're saying. Do you know where I'm from? Where? I don't know where you're from, but what does that have to do with... The you... undersea kingdom of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a world under the sea. I'm sorry, did you say the lost city of Atlantis? The undersea kingdom of Atlantis. All I'm I trying to say is, said. I know you put your heart and soul into this business. You probably, you probably, and the lungs I grew to live among you. <laughs> I'm just saying, my gills have closed up. If you, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, I'm not laughing at you. Okay, I try. You're to... laughing with me. Only I'm not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, mm-hmm. are you even? Tra- I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> All this time, no wonder. So rude. How dare you? Wow. All right. Okay, so here we are. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. Um, Funnier than mean, we did that. Okay. Um, Chuck? I want to talk about the... you you had you had some things. I'm enjoying this. We don't usually. Sometimes we. This is like a show where like uh, my sister in law is going to go. There you go. I heard the show with Paul F. Tompkins. Y- y- you had some things to talk about, and then you were silly. I liked it better. I read an article is that what you like? in the paper. My sister in law. Yes. She told my mom that uh, that I smoked that the show was horrendous and that I smoked too much pot. <laughs> and I had to. I talked about it on the air last week, and and I because uh, it's a long story, but. Uh, we're going to deal with it. I guess she'll hear it. The reason I talked about it on the podcast was so I didn't have to call her about it. I go, she'll listen, and then it's dealt with. It's easier. <laughs> this modern age. Yes. <laughs> That's the only reason I have but a podcast. But is that what she sounds like? I have, what if I only had a podcast to deal with my family? I want to answer my oh, what, what, what does my sister like. sound like? No, your sister-in-law, you said, right? Yes. Yes, and that is what she sounds like? How did I imitate her? Oh, my God. Tom. I forget what the voice I did. It was... <laughs> What's her name? Meryl. Meryl. No, she talks totally normal. Maybe when I do her voice, I make it funny. You put a little voice on. <laughs> Maureen, it's <laughs> Meryl. Uh, did you... <laughs> Why did you pretend like you didn't know that that's what you did? Is that what I really did? I just kind thought of, the, of yeah. you know you know why that's embarrassing because when you asked when I decided to do a voice sort of what you were talking about I thought I'll just do the worst voice overdone and it ends up that's the one I actually did that makes sense what I just said and if you're not following it that's not my fault uh, you were saying a few things that on the phone we talked about last week <laughs> I like when I point to people in here uh, you say, you do you point at Daniel as if he's going to try to wriggle out of this one yeah. but you're <laughs> no. going to hold his feet to the fire now you were saying yeah, earlier no. on the phone admit it yeah. You said two things last week. One, and you said something today before the show started you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I just I thought this was funny. Um, the church? Something to do with the a, church? There was, a Catholic, there was a Catholic church in New York mm-hmm. 
that just fired uh, its accountant. This lady did accounting for the church for 10 years, and it came to light that she's been embezzling money from them, over a million dollars. And I find it interesting that they fired her, and they didn't transfer her to another church. (laughs) (laughs) That's an odd way to deal with that little crime, Rooney. That is. Well, you know, different. Child rape. We'll just move that to another zip code. Because you know why? Because uh, one won't make the uh, masses uh, think twice. Okay, you know. Can I say this, too? These priests that molest these children. Now, that molesting children, that's terrible, right? Mm -hmm. The other jobs that he has as a priest, he might be really good at. (laughs) This woman, clearly a terrible accountant. (laughs) Like, that's the number one thing you're not supposed to do. Actually, I I, I think she's a great accountant, that she's embezzled over a million dollars over ten years. She should be embezzling it from somebody, from like a synagogue or something. (laughs) That'd be impossible. (laughs) That's impossible. They do their own accounting. By the way, (laughs) did... Now, how about that joke? I'm going to say that joke was funnier than it was. Uh, how about, can I tell you something? What Where about a uh, positive <laughs> stereotyping? That's my next. You have to choose your battles, so maybe mm. this one I'll let go. But I, we even had to talk <laughs> over the weekend. Can positive stereotyping be negative, too? Like when you make a positive stereotype about somebody. I think stereo. no, because I think stereotyping is stereotyping. And I think it, uh, the idea of a stereotype is you are assuming just from, uh, what a person looks like, uh, what ethnic background they come from, uh, whatever, you're assuming a thing about them that might not be true. So the the bad version of it is um, you're assuming that uh, this group of people is lazy, this group of people steals, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're judging everybody uh, based on that stereotype. If you stereotype someone as if you stereotype all white people as these wonderful, hardworking, you know, uh, fantastic people, um, that can uh, also be uh, uh, can can be problematic in, in the long run or in the short run. So I'm with you. You know, yeah. I don't. I think stereotyping is stereotyping, and you're not supposed to do it. You're supposed to judge people on a case by case basis. Right. Because I, I think I, I think I might have talked about this once when people start. Yeah, I like when people come to conclusions over half baked, uh, <laughs> half baked. Right. Like they didn't really put a lot of science into Fact it. Somebody something. once said that. Um, uh, I won't even mention where I heard it because I don't want to, to track it back to them. But uh, um, uh, Mexicans work together. Uh, black people are in it for themselves. And I go, <laughs> I go, what, what, where, where did you? And by the way, this was I was much younger, and but still smart enough to to just be per, like, what the fuck? And I go, how how did you come to that conclusion? <laughs> and uh, because uh, he had two cooks that were black, and they both took the bus to work, but he had two Mexican workers, and they split a car. Okay, so I'm sure you have 75 other examples, too, because you wouldn't have come to this conclusion from those two, those, those four people. No, that's where you based it. When they said, okay, so you probably have another eight years of research before you come to your opinion, you went, no, nah, I got it. They did, two, they did that, they did that. So that's what the whole, like, really? I'm with you on the positive either, because it's, uh, you know, if, it, if the positive, if there's any validity to that, then you're giving validity to the negative, too. Yeah, because you're also, if you're, if you're stereotyping in a positive way, you're giving a free ride to some individual who happens to be of a certain uh, race, ethnic background, uh, skin color, whatever, um, that maybe that person doesn't deserve. You know, right. and you really just have to judge people on a case by case basis. You know, it's it's oh god, Paul. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Well, I don't want to overuse this expression. Oh, shit. He, 
fucking if you have to do it. I said I wasn't going to talk about the uh, Mark Marin situation on the show that often. <laughs> That's what I'm calling <laughs> for, it now. For the listener, <laughs> Todd <laughs> cupped his hand over his mouth as if he was telling me a secret that no one else could hear into a microphone. It's <laughs> always a good idea. Well, that's like what Phil Donna used to do. He used Listen, to go, what's right and what's wrong? And I wouldn't let these people move into my neighborhood. Phil, you're saying it into a mic, but it's a sense of warmth <laughs> with the person. I, because something happened, and I, again, I'm going to, if I set this up properly, I'll feel comfortable to talk about Can it. Can I say this too? Yes. I, I, under, I, under, I think I get why you don't want to talk about it, because you don't want that to become your thing. Right. Exactly. You know what? Like you, you, you felt like, and this is a funny thing that I think happens with stand-ups a lot is that you put a bit out there, you put an idea out there, and then that's you on the record with that idea, and you don't want to talk about it. So when people quote bits back to you, it's always a weird thing where it's like, <laughs> no, this is not an ongoing debate. It's like I, I said my funny thing about that topic, and now I'm done talking about it. You know, but uh, so it's the. I, I feel like knowing you that. You wanted to get that out on Mark's show, and you wanted that to be the word on it. Well, but then I know. thought about it. I, I, I Look, obviously, I do enjoy talking about this. I haven't been able to talk about it, honestly, for a long time. But I thought, let me do a few shows and just get back to the old thing. And then when we come across it, I'll deal with it. Sometimes I won't come up in, for three episodes. Sometimes it'll right. be uh, half of a whole episode. But, um, so, but, but I'm, but I'm but I would I, I would say this. I would love to talk with you about it because I have not seen you since then and you know I I, I thought it was such a wonderful thing um, that I'm I'm comfortable to talk about okay. as much as you want to talk well, here, about it. Yeah, here's, here's the thing that uh, two things then one to clarify if I'm going to go it now I'm going to go all the way but I, but I really wanted to talk about was positive any, any <clears throat> stereotyping yeah uh, but but I want to say this first. I thought I was so crystal clear with at a time when I was trying to bring for whatever you know maybe some understanding to a situation. I didn't want to then again separate people. I thought I was so crystal clear with it when I said I'm just not into organized religion. But I realized that's a mistake too because I know there are churches and synagogues that are not um, homophobic or sexist or anything. And if you're going to one of those, obviously, mm-hmm. I thought I made that so clear. And it does bother me, even one tweet that someone feels the need to go, hey, I go to a church and they're not. I go, well, then obviously, you know, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Just organized religion, most of it is what I have a problem with. So I yeah. thought I was clear with that. So I wanted to crystallize that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of positive stereotypes, this is about you and the Mark Maron show. Can I? Yeah. That I thought it was funny <laughs> that Todd, you know, as friends of Todd, you know how, how much he cares about aesthetics. And I've learned so much from you. And I always thought it was funny that you would always say that once people know – I feel like I wouldn't get any more credit for having good taste. Yeah, because they'll be because like, of course. Now they go, oh, yeah, of course he likes to decorate because he, you know. Well, no, I just have good taste as a person that has nothing to do with who, with my, you know what I mean? Right, it's not a given right. that all people right. that are. Yes. I always thought that yes, was so yes. funny. All right, so let me, let me say it. So here's. See? I, hold on. I interrupted with something good. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, that was just the doorbell. I don't know. Fred Rogers is here, whatever his name was. Um, Mr. Fred, Ro- Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Uh, Mr. Way, Rogers to you. Ahead of his time and brilliant. Way ahead of his time. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tell people to, to uh, YouTube Fred Rogers in front of the Senate asking for money. Amazing. And you will, if you're not moved by it, then Absolutely. you should be moved by that you're not moved by yes. it. Yes, yeah. Um, so, so I, I, again, I want to be really clear mm-hmm. with this. This isn't that big of a deal, and I get it. If somebody said, oh, I even thought it. Todd, really? 
But I don't know why it was driving me nuts. And I talked to my friend Steve Rosenthal about it. I said, Stephen, Steve, help me crystallize this, like why it bothers me about, well, no one could like presentation that much. That, that were the signs that, that, uh, that I, I – look, I still have a problem with the word. But whatever the reason is, tell me you – know, and I thought he had a really good point. He said, I can think of five people if they went and said that they were gay – for the week, mm-hmm. and at the end of the week, and let all week, people would go. I knew it. Not even people that cared. Yeah, Loving yeah. people that think you deserve. Let's be really crystal crystal clear. What I'm saying. I'm talking about people that would say this. That are loving people that don't have a, a homophobic bone in their body, but they're just casually talking. And, and that's why I think Todd. Really, this is your. Why does it bother you? Who right. But it does. But at least if I say I get it, it's a little crazy. It bothers me, or maybe it's not. Maybe after I talk to my friend Steve, he'll help bring some legitimacy to why that bothers me. He goes, Yeah, because I can think of five people that if they said they were gay let everyone talk all week and at the end of the week go i'm not i just said it to prove a point now you went all week and we knew it uh, it could be a guy that gets pedicures or it could be you know someone that has so many gay friends and just say you're gay he goes people like to understand people and they're and they're it's, complex you know what here's people are complex it's not that they like to understand people here's exactly what it is as much as nobody wants to feel like they are completely transparent and everybody can figure them out and everybody knows you know, exactly what they're all about and can read them like a book. That's also how much people want to feel like they can figure everybody out and they know exactly what's going on at all times. So that weird – as I was listening to that episode, it was that weird thing of – Knowing so many people who take such pleasure and it's like, I knew that guy was gay or that that guy's totally gay. Like there's people that really get off on that. They get off on the idea of not so much. It's not even it's even beyond like I can figure it out. And nobody else can see it. But that I can figure it out that person doesn't even know. Like the guy, this guy doesn't even know he's gay. She doesn't even know she's gay. And I know it like I know everything. There's a weird perverse ego trip that people get on it is it, like by the having way, to know that you know what i mean yeah, it's, it's like, it, it must be a powerful feeling because yeah. even though the way i prefaced it on the mark Marin, there's still people i feel like it's like they come up to me and they're like and then they go oh i know he said it i go oh my god is this saying it making you come like you've never come before because yeah. you're you want to say it so bad like yeah. we knew it by the way there was only one thing that was legitimate now people might i know there's people listening smart people i'm not throwing everybody that disagrees uh, to say they're not intelligent i know there's probably some intelligent people right now going oh no what's this so what or you can tell so why does it bother me why does that not bother me like you know other things not it's not like uh, on a scale from one to ten it's not ten of like oh because you know it's not it's not that bad but it must lead to something bad if it uh, i don't it just bothers me when they go oh, we knew or we knew or not there was only one thing that i thought was legitimate that somebody said to me, when you showed up with your friend, he was driving your car. And I went, I'll fucking give it to you. <laughs> buddies don't drive buddies' cars. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. But so, so I think the, the point being that I think that is interesting to if, – if someone that was straight did that and then at the end of the week, it would be a great test to go, I'm not. Now, what, what do you think about all that talk you just did? Yeah. You, you had a lot. You talked about I do it. I do yeah. it and this and that. Oh, no wonder he didn't do this or no wonder. Everything would start making sense. Then at the end of the week, go, no. Yeah. Well, I, my, I had an experience uh, recently with my – wife where we were hanging out with this other couple that we don't know that well and my wife said uh i wonder she said to me privately later on i wonder if they are both gay 
and this is a marriage of convenience. And I thought about it, Be and careful. I thought, I guess that's a possibility. But then I, then I immediately flashed on all these people, and I said, I think you could say that about just about every couple that we know. You know what I mean? If you think about, if you think about the people in your life, couples, there's very few that you can't say, like, I could actually see that. I could actually see that. If I didn't know any better, yeah. I, I, would, I could see like the way they interact with each like other. Like if you said, if you did the same thing well, I'm saying, if yeah. you went to everybody and go, Just based on appearances. Yeah. Just based on appearances. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah. But then, it, again, back to the same thing. It didn't make sense because they no. fake told you that no. was true. You can imagine anything. Right. You know, you to can me, imagine it, anything. To me, it's like if you go to uh, if you guess the or rush. Uh, what's it with the uh, with the casino game where you hit red or black roulette? Yeah. And you sit there and you guess, and half the time you're right. Half the time, everybody's right. Not a broken clock is right twice a day. Thank you. We'll take a break. You're listening to Paul F. Tompkins on the Todd Glass Show. We'll be right back. And here's Dimitri Martin for Audible.com. Dimitri, you heard of Audible.com, right? Yeah, because especially because their name, it makes you listen. I guess Dimitri sponsors them. He 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 did like a perfect Dimitri Martinish response to that thing. Yeah, well, that's what I do. I get these people to say these things, and then I play it on my show, and then I get I'm I'm getting a lot of money from them. Todd, Tons, right Todd does the spots before he gets the sponsorship. That's how you lure them in. Thank you. Get ahead of the train. All right, so we're all good. Because uh, these, these companies feel bad. They're like, yeah. oh, this guy's been doing commercials yeah, for us. We for might free. as well kick him. Yeah. What are we going to do? You said something else interesting. and I, and I did? Uh, Finally. When? No, about uh, when you were watching. Uh, I wanted to. When you were watching the uh, debates and. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you, you probably saw the debate, right? Which one? Point. Uh, the Florida. There have been a million. The, the, the last. Uh, the, no, no. The South Carolina debate when John King opened uh, the debate. <laughs> I saw clips of that. I did not see that as it happened. With the question about Newt Gingrich's, you know, numerous marriages yes. and the second and wife the open marriage, claimed yeah. the open marriage yeah, thing, yeah. and Newt Gingrich got a big bump for snapping at him mm-hmm. and really going after him. That's right. And sorry, sorry. I thought, and and that's the only state he won. He got angry. Mm-hmm. And, and he won that state. He got self righteous. He got self righteous. Self righteous. That plays big. And I base. think. And I, and I think it's a shame that John King didn't stand up to him more. Yeah, he backed down totally. And Fast it's like, and oh furious. no, this is what somebody said. But by the way, let me interject here real quick. <laughs> Normally, I think what uh, he did. There had been times where I went been in like fucking good for him because it's not about that, and he fucking shut that fucking guy up. But in this case, uh, there was some. He well, first of all, maybe he didn't ask you for the right reason. And that's why he didn't defend it. But your reason that he could have said why it did matter was because he's you, yeah because you've consistently taken a stand uh, against gay marriage. You've consistently advocated some sort of sanctity of marriage yes. that you're you know uh, here. But here's why this is a perfect storm of horseshit: is that um, that was absolutely a sensationalist question to open the debate with, right? But also. Newt Gingrich is on the record as having converted to Catholicism. All of his wicked ways are behind him. He, the, the wife that he's with now, he's like, you know, on the straight and narrow. So all that stuff is before he was a bad dude. And then he found uh, Jesus again in Catholicism. And now he's a good guy. So all that stuff doesn't count anymore. That's why having a religious base is great. Exactly. Because you can say, oh, exactly. no, I waved yes. the magic ma- yeah. wand. I'm good now. Yes. And then they go, oh, OK. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> CNN should not have been asked. 
asking that question because it has nothing to do with anything. And, I get that. But Newt Gingrich also is on this false high horse of how dare you ask me that when he's gone, like all, he's just going after uh, people for moral reasons. And, and uh, Clinton, he, let's not forget well, that. Well, but again, that was old Newt. That was before oh, he was right. he was a Catholic. But now the way he's going after Mitt Romney. It's kind of on moral grounds, too. It's all about his business practices and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Again, nothing to do with issues. Absolutely nothing to do right. with issues. So it's like just watching these rich people argue with each other is it's so disgusting. It's like crazy. You know, my favorite moment in that debate was when they were talking about uh, releasing their tax returns. And yeah. then they got to Ron Paul. And this was, I think, the only honest answer mm-hmm. in that debate is when he goes, honestly, I would just be embarrassed to release my tax return next <laughs> to these guys. You know, somebody asked me the question today, and I don't um, – I don't follow politics that well. I don't really, you know, I, I, I know when I listen, sometimes it's, it's, I'm like, oh, my God, this sounds like it's not going well. <laughs> and, um, like, it doesn't sound like we have brilliant people speaking in front of us. Jesus Christ. That's how I know things are bad. When I'm going, oh, my God, what year is this? Right. And, and indirectly by not knowing anything, <laughs> sometimes out of the mouth of someone that doesn't know anything can come something that is just uh, set. A babe, if you will. Yes. Uh, and I said this today. I said, uh, you know, I'm, I don't really follow it. And, and again, I'm even to bear my soul like this of how, un- much, how much I don't follow it. I said, oh, I'm not really following it. I said, oh, but, but the one person I guess I sort of like, I guess, but I don't know if they're qualified to run the country. But the, but the only thing I can say, who's the one? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I forget their name. Who's the one, the, the one that's uh, the human? Who's human? And he went, Ron Paul. I went, Yes. I thought, oh my God! When I walked away, that really said a lot because he, the fact that I'm that I'm saying the human one, right. like I'm not saying, hey, I can really fucking not like someone and not say they're not human. <laughs> yes. But I'm saying yeah. some of the things that are coming out of their mouths, the, yeah. some of the hatred, and is if like, that's the thing that an- another person knows. Like they can grab onto, like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that they. Yeah. By the way, they went, oh, because they even knew it. Yeah, you know they knew it. They went. But so anyway, and here's the here's the last well, I don't, last thing we'll talk about. Like you know, usually we he's also know. insane, by the way. Just Pro- yeah, right, probably. Right, yeah. But I said the most human. Nah, not probably. Right. <laughs> definitely and, insane. Um, he's definitely insane. Yeah, he so. wants to abolish the zip codes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh no, really? It's, it's so adorable. You know, this is the kid next door. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I know. I he's a kid. I'll be nice. Oh he loves God. you. Really? Big yeah, he fan. loves you. Oh, that's nice. Oh, by the way, shut the music off abruptly. Daniel, speaking of... <laughs> Daniel, here's what Daniel did to me once. You know how I just said he loves you, so you're supposed to melt? Yeah. Daniel was going out with this girl, and she was really annoying, and he told me that I was her favorite comic, so I saw her, I liked her a little bit more. Sure, of course. And then when they broke up, just to really give me a perspective of how bad she was, he said that he made that up so I would <laughs> like her. <laughs> <laughs> That is some dangerously Asian. Well, shit. you know what? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't begrudge him for it. I understand you're in a relationship. You desperately want everyone to get along. I was like, oh well, I guess I could. It put- never occurred to me to do that in all the bad relationships I had. I wish I thought to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she loves you. Oh, she. And then you quote like, she loves. She has. Uh, your first CD you ever made, and she won't stop listening to it. Um, this next one. 
there's certain issues that I talk about, and I'm really trying to keep an open mind with a lot of things. But sometimes when you're, you know, you feel ironclad about your opinion, you know, it's very mm-hmm. hard. Like in other words, if somebody said, uh, you know, it's hard for me to have an open discussion with someone about why women uh, wouldn't make a good uh, women wouldn't make good doctors. Yeah, <laughs> you really at one point you have to back away, like you're backing away from a mental inst- a mental patient, yeah. and you know, just who should be in an institution? Is it because yeah. of their period? Yes. Well, you were going to say backing away from a mental institution. Yeah, I was going to say back away like, from... Why not? Right. You back away from the individual patient, yeah. keep backing away from the whole institution. <laughs> yes, just keep one step, yes. keeping your eye Don't on it. Don't turn your back on it. Right. Yeah. That's right. This one, I'm not like that. I'm still... And, and by the way, it's not... It, it was in the news a week ago, and I'm still educating myself. I am really confused on my stance here. This isn't Balloon Boy, is it? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, is it... Tompkins. All right. Um, if you made that your ringtone, every time you did I it. I earned that one. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I like that. Every time that drum roll comes in, I get excited. You really do. <laughs> you love it so it's much. It's so great. <laughs> it does matter. Ladies and gentlemen, in the center ring, <laughs> good evening and welcome to an Daniel. evening. Oh, that, uh, just play the drum roll. Let me talk. <laughs> All right, back this up. So this Joe Paterno thing, you know he's, you know he's, I know Joe Paterno about. Yeah. Okay. Dead. Okay. Enough with that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, Chris, you're doing a great job. Chris, uh, always appreciated. Andrew is over there slash sensitive. And by the way, I did a. Let me just say this real quick, out of context, so I don't forget. I did a, a short film for uh, sensitive called uh, Papa Pinata that just got into what film festival? CCH. So is there anything you need me to say besides that? Um, yeah, if you want to go, it's a free festival on uh, March 1st at the Harmony Bowl in uh, Hollywood. And by the way, for, uh, for, the, uh, for anybody that wants to hear Daniel play with the microphone, I'll be performing next week, and it's Daniel's going to come in the sound wine, booth. Twisting his wine glass on yeah, the well, table. Yeah, what happens is uh, there's a it's new a thing nervous I'm doing. tick. Let's not draw attention right, to no, it. No, no, hold Let's on. So, so, so good for the uh, film getting into the film festival, Andrew. CCH.org. Is, is that the CCH That's not the actual website. film festival? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, That'd be wonderful. Andrew, it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, so let me let me get back to this. So uh, next I'm week, I'm CCH Pounder. Welcome to my film festival. Uh, wow! Did you have that ready, or is that did improv? Not. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I was pretty. I was pretty certain I could do. <laughs> caller, go ahead. Based on my Eartha Kid impression. Caller, go. Oh, ahead. Was the caller there? Yes. Hello, caller. Hi. How you doing? Listen, um, I just got a little confused uh, in what what just happened. Hold on a second. There's something weird with your phone. Are you calling from a spacecraft of some sort? <laughs> No, you're right. It does sound weird. Hold Are you on. a kidnapper? Is this a kidnapper I'm talking to? Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, My word. Yes. How you doing? This is Jerry Seinfeld. I call on the show every so often. How oh, you doing, hello. Paul? Hello, Jerry. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, it's a pleasure. You, you know, uh, me and Paul, over the years, we haven't worked with each other that much, but I know who you are. I've heard some of your work, and uh, for lack of sounding a little bit uh, cliche, I'm a huge fan. Thank I, you very much. I always and thought you were the right side of comedy, and you're clever, and, and you. I loved your conversation. I'm listening to it now as you're talking about and it. And I'm, I'm a fan of yours. If this is the Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian? Oh, no, it totally is. Okay. And you had the TV show? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, well, the show was Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. And who were the other cast members on that show? <laughs> You're kidding me. What are you, Larry King? Uh, well, no, I just... Well, he didn't know my show. He thought I got fired. So I was just joking around because you didn't right, realize... Right, so how would you answer him? 
Are you shitting me? No, no. I'm just like, it's a fun game that we're playing as comedians. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening. So pretend I'm Larry King, and I'm like, I don't know your show. Uh, who's on it? Oh, okay. Uh, the problem is... The problem is I don't what, know. Where do you... <laughs> Here's the problem. <laughs> For him to know, I got to remember. I don't... Uh, Elaine. Uh, Kramer. Um... You're in the home stretch. And uh, Lane Kramer. Elaine Kramer, right? One of my fa- my favorite character was Elaine Kramer. Elaine Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking way. <laughs> you only had one more that wasn't Jerry. Oh, George, George. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to be honest That's with you. Right. I'm a little bit tipsy. No, it's been a while. Yeah, and it's been a while, right? Speaking of tipsy, what about Nipsey Russell? <laughs> what, what about him? All right, that bit's over. Um... So anyway, the Joe Paterno thing. Uh, Here's where I'm confused. Now, it's going to sound like, oh, Todd said he was confused, but he has an opinion. I do, but I think here's what really (laughs) confused. Do you need me to say that after you give your opinion? It would help me. Okay. I'm confused, but I do have an opinion. Well, I'm I'm, I'm open for, well, here's maybe maybe you'll go, you're a little right, you're a little wrong. So I'm going to tell you, well, here's my apprehension. Mm. Are there certain things that someone could do? And I think it, it doesn't mean that it can't be sad for him even. Because I think I initially was. I thought, man, this guy did a lot of great things. I think when, you, when I explain how I went into it, people go, yeah, you don't have to go into it like this. Fuck him. That good motherfucker. You, you, can, you, can, you can be saying something about him without and saying it from a place of love. And I thought that's how I went into it. This is what we talked about off the podcast with a few friends. I did feel bad. I thought the guy did do a lot of good things. And uh, it's sad. At the end of his life, going through that, I still had some empathy, a lot of empathy for him. Mm-hmm. But are there, aren't there certain things that erase... What should his legacy be? Could that have been so bad? Because if doing what he did by not going further with it, if an, if an amount of money can or, the, you, you know, good things you did, do they, they, don't, do, they might erase the good he did, right? At the end of the day, he had to have follow if through. You, if you were a great person all your life and then towards the end of your life. Not cheat on your wife. That's a different thing. Not cheat on your wife. That, that's, you could you're, go, oh, you're right. like a good person. You do a lot of good for your community. Because what I'm saying is cheating on your wife, I could go, well, that doesn't negate what he that's did That's a different there. thing. Right. That's, I understand what you're saying. Right. You're a good person all your life. You take care of other people. You encourage other people to be great, to achieve greatness, um, to believe in themselves. You inspire uh, untold uh, numbers of people over the course of your life. You are in front of a burning building. There's a child in the window saying, please rescue me from this burning building. You go to a fireman who's standing there and you say, hey, that kid is stuck up in that building. Um, you got to go rescue that, that child. And the fireman says, yeah, 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 we'll get to it. And then you see the fireman doesn't do anything. And then you walk away. I think your legacy is you were the person who let that child burn up in that building. Well, I'm sort of with you because here's what I was thinking. that it, A lot of people say you're trying to erase the good he did. No, the good he did for those no, children. No, he erased it. Well, he, he, I'm not trying to do anything. Right. He well, erased what it. He, what he did when it was time. What, so, so, but for those acts of goodness, they mm-hmm. still exist. That child that was in the football Absolutely. team that he made Absolutely. Uh, get good grades, that's real. Yeah, and that's that was, not, right. that was when, his job. Let's not forget that he had a job to that's do. Not, but well, no, no, no. no let's, let's not even get into that. No, let's that's not, not get into that, that because there's a lot of I football. I understand what you're saying, but yeah. Well, hold on. So, so we're all clear with this, and I think yes. you are with me. Yeah. That wasn't his job. Let's separate what happened at the end. That wasn't his job to not only uh, be a great football coach, his but to job instill, is not to inspire people, right? You know, and to instill that that, that uh, along with being a good football player, it is so important to be educated. That was not okay. his job. That's, that's why fine. he was commendable. Yes, but at the end of the day, 
for every one of these children, the message has to be, and one day all this stuff I preach will fall in front of you, and I hope you apply it. But when it fell in front of right. him, even with empathy, even if I went, oh, I wasn't there, and I don't know. Hey, sometimes doing the right thing is fucking hard, yeah. and you didn't do it. Now, am I, so, so my feelings are, because if someone disagrees with us, isn't this indirectly saying this? Tomorrow, I see the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I report it. I see they're not doing anything about it. Then I drive and give a $7 million check because I want, I want you know, my legacy to be great. Mm-hmm. So I just drive straight to after I ignore it. I see this happening. I tell the police, just like you sort of said. And I see nothing's happening. Then I drive away because I'm, uh, you know, I'm late for something. I have some, my other problems in my life. I'm dealing with family. I, I, I just don't go back to it. Mm-hmm. But then I write a $45 million check to the, uh, to the, uh, to the you know, uh, a great charity. Yeah. It sounds funny to ask it. Come on. Don't I erase what I didn't do? Please, come on. Really? And someone would go, oh, my God, no. Yeah. Well, then if my future doesn't erase my past, then his past doesn't approve his future. Here's what I would right? say. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I would say Doesn't is, okay his future. And yeah. his future was doing a Absolutely. Yeah. What, what I would say is if you, are, if you are working with people year in, year out, and then you discover they have these horrible proclivities, right? That is – you're in shock. Right? That's crazy. You can't believe that, oh, my God, this guy, like I thought he was a good guy. Let's, let's assume that. Right. Mm-hmm. So you you hear about this, you report it, you don't do anything. To me, the hard thing is as hard as it is to to realize, OK, if I go to the police with this myself, I'm ruining many lives. I'm ruining this guy's life. OK, fuck him. He's a pedophile. I'm ruining his wife's life. I'm ruining his kids lives. You know, I, I think Jerry Sandusky had a family, mm-hmm. you know, so there's there's ripples. So you have to say, am I prepared to. Uh, to deal with, the, am I prepared to 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 drop the stone that causes those ripples? Eventually, you have to get to a point where, as years pass, I am haunted by what has happened to these innocent kids, and it's better better for everybody to know that this happened and make sure it can't happen again from this point on. No matter how many years I waited, let's say I waited five years. Okay, five years is enough. I gotta I gotta I gotta do something about this. I can't see just keeping that secret for that long. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I have not been in that situation. I can't imagine what that would be like to work with somebody that you think is a decent person and then find out they're the most monstrous thing you can imagine. You well, know, the clo- That's got to be tough. The closest I ever got to sort of understanding this a little bit, again, back to my friend that's a cop, he was explaining to me that uh, a long time ago, not, not in relation to this, I put it together. He mm-hmm. told me this 15 years ago. Uh, when you pull people over for DUIs, a lot of times your heart goes out. And that's why a lot yes. of times – now, by the way, this is one cop telling me his story. It might be a cop listening going, that's not why. But I think for my friend, this is what he said a lot of cops go through. I, I imagine the cop listening is like cleaning his gun. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> not my guy. story. That's what he's fucking talking about. He said a lot of times it relates to what you just said. You're pulling someone over. You know – and maybe they're not sloppy, sloppy drunk, but they're fucking drunk. Yeah. And you know their life is about to change for, for, for the worse. Their children are going to feel the effects of this. Uh, everybody is. And, and he goes, so your heart goes out and you go, oh, Jesus, that's one of the nights when you go, I'm taking your keys. Put your car's here. Get the fuck home. And you yeah. think because you send them off with a – and you should, be, you should be better. You're better than this. This is fucking disgusting. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Because you just, mm-hmm. he goes, but it took a lot of training to realize that 
it didn't matter. You know, I got to do the right thing and the right thing. He, he, you can get into the place of how someone could do the wrong thing and have some, like you just said, you have empathy. Like what it's that, gonna, that being the wrong thing to just Yeah, he goes, but go. the end of the day is it doesn't matter because it's my job to go, I don't care if things are going to unravel. And by the way, it also would unravel for the cop because that's the rest of the night writing paperwork. Yeah. It might unravel for me. It might unravel for his wife. It might unravel for his kids. Yeah, but yeah. guess what? It also unravels for the kid. Mm-hmm. That he kills. Yes, you exactly. have to go there. So nothing There's unraveled. A bigger picture. Yeah, nothing. Un- a bigger picture. Nothing unraveled uh, uh, for anybody more than the kids that could have been prevented this happening. Yes, so, and uh, and here's the thing. And by the way, oh, real quick, you, the, the topic we're having. Nobody is sitting around unless you're a mental patient going whether it was right or whether they're wrong. I think most people are going. Of course he did that. He should have done more. But I think there are certain people. Again, you can't. Say everyone that disagrees with you is not an intelligent person. I think there's some fairly intelligent people going, uh, but his legacy should still be. Well, and I, I was very confused about can that. I, can I say something about that? I think you're allowed to have a legacy and you're allowed to talk about your legacy or have other people talk about your legacy. But I think once you take some, some measures to – once you recognize that you have a legacy and once you take some measures to protect that legacy, that kind of takes it away and, and kind of exposes you as a shallow person who cared about this – Thing at the end of your career. Well, but I don't we, want to ruin my legacy. We can't, we can't say we don't know that the the reasons he had for keeping quiet they, were because he was trying to protect his own legacy. But I I would say this on, on the topic of legacy. Um, the reason that I'm okay with Joe Paterno's legacy being he was the guy that did not report this abuse that he knew was happening. Because he could have, it could have been an anonymous phone call to the cops. You know what I mean? It didn't have mm-hmm. to be him formally accusing, you know, like dragging the guy by his collar into the police station. It could have been, I've heard this is going on. You need to investigate this. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. They have to investigate it when mm-hmm. that happens, right? There's services where you have to, if you hear about that, you have to go check it out. You don't have a choice. Right. It happens in divorce cases all the time, you know? So the reason his legacy needs to be tarnished is so that. The next time something like this happens, somebody will act sooner. That's a great point. So that there's so that Joe Paterno can still be an example, albeit a negative one, to somebody else. So they can say, I need to do something about this because if I don't, this is what could happen. There is proof of what could happen if I don't act. You know? That's a great point. Well said. Thank you. I'm sorry. And smart. I think like two weeks after that came out, the Syracuse thing dropped too, right? Wasn't there a uh, the basketball coach accused of yeah, that's very Blake. familiar. Yeah, yeah, but I, but it didn't it didn't seem to get as much. It went away play. very fast. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. All right, they haven't won as many championships as Penn State. We <laughs> we're going in for the descent. We're descent. For, uh, it takes me a while, as Daniel sure. says. Uh, some some comedians get a five minute light. Yeah, Todd needs a fifteen minute light. It's like a locomotive trying to shut down engines and <laughs> breaks. Give, give me a thirty minute light, Paul. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have that. <laughs> That is in the camp. <laughs> we got that. We dealt with that. I Can I ask we Paul talked some more questions it. about Paul? Um, yes. Uh, uh, you don't yeah. have to. I don't no, want I, I I like to know more about you. Uh, uh, well, that's well. not going to help me. No, what does that it? mean? doesn't mean anything. He's just playing. He loves this show. He's getting better. <laughs> He's really good, I think. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I didn't mean to, didn't oh. mean to damn him with faint praise. <laughs> Think how good he's going to be. That's true. <laughs> how old is he? He's eight. Eight. Wow. Eight. This is really impressive. Eight months. Eight <laughs> <laughs> wow. Holy shit. 
He's eight months old. <laughs> he doesn't even have teeth. Right. Uh, yeah, it's got like a pair tremendous. of lungs on him now. That's a trumpet, right? <laughs> we are going in for the descent. Andrew, now I don't want to put you on the spot. I'll ask you a question if only you're able to go, oh, I'm not comfortable doing that. You'll ask me the question Cake only boss. if I'm able to say I'm not comfortable doing it. Well, you that. might go, oh, I don't want to do that. It's from my actor, Cake Boss. Andrew asked if he could ask you about Cake Boss. <laughs> ask me. You can, yeah. People he can wanted ask. to ask you, to, what, what was your question? I, I, didn't have a question. I thought you wanted him to do it. Because you've never heard my podcast. Of course I have. Shut the fuck up. You're going to feel real stupid if you go down this path. This is what really you said before. Stupid. I'm going down that path. Paul, I'm a good friend, and if you want to go down this path, you can, but I'm telling you, you're going to feel dumb. I got my backpack on. <laughs> I got my good hiking socks. They give me the good circulation. All right. I got if a you, full I'm bottle just, of water. You seriously want to ask me if I watch? I'm if taking I listen, my earbuds You're going to feel fucking stupid. Do you listen to my podcast? Paul? I'm 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 not I know you want to go he's not asking the question. I will fucking answer your question. I'm just telling you that you're gonna feel stupid. Okay. I I'm willing to take that risk. And so I'll ask you point blank. Oh my god. Do you god. listen you're to my podcast? Make, I feel I feel horrible for you. It's hard for me to 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 know where you're gonna feel to to let you do this. It's like I'm gonna it's just like the it's just like the uh, Joe Paterno thing. Now look, oh, <laughs> oh is it <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's like I could prevent this, and, I, and if I and if I, okay, you know what, I'm done defending you. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, let me ask. No, you know what? Let me ask. Let's ask step, me. Let's step out of the characters for a second. Do that you, was a fun sh- bit. Should I shut the mics off? <laughs> Listen, shut the mics off. Shut the mics off. Can I tell you something? The mics are off. I th- I know the mics are off. <laughs> I think you would really enjoy my podcast because it is the most high person friendly podcast you could even imagine. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I go in these crazy stream of consciousness things that look. A guy turn like the mics you, on. People, people should be able the, to hear this. Turn the this. mics back on. Now you're right. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think you in particular. I am love going it. to do this because because uh, I, first of all, you know, for lack of sounding uh, you know cheesy, I fucking love Paul F. Tompkins. I know that sounds a little bit like, but I do, I do. And and when you're here, you re, you're like Andy Kindler. When you're around him, it re reminds you why you fucking like him so much. All right, <laughs> That's it. you get you get along with Andy, right? Of course I do. Okay, I don't know with you. You're a loose cannon. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, so um, but I I don't I don't. But you, I'm going to because you, do you they were those podcasts. I don't. I do. I, That's I, what I think. I, I, uh, I um, what do you call it? I, uh, I, I flip around. Like I went. Sure. You sample I, things. I sample a little bit here and there. But, but just what the I, iTunes. You go to iTunes. I go. Uh, like this. <laughs> hmm. Just the thirty seconds yeah, that it exactly. gives you. <laughs> yeah. no, I go. What's that? Look, well, that wasn't good. very good. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a very. It's hard for me to pay attention because re- whenever I hear something funny, sometimes it reminds me of what I should be doing. I understand. Working hard like that sure. person is. Sometimes it's inspiring time. Well, I'm going to I'm going to first of all the keywords you said were it's, it's high. Well, I said one time after I saw Paul at the UCB, I was backstage I went, "Paul fucking Tompkins is a high candy when you were performing." I go, "Oh my god, <laughs> how true. can he fucking Get in my head like this. And then I ask the obligatory question when you're done. I, I ask you 10 times, "You're not high." You go, "No." I go, "Shut up." He goes, no. And I'm then, very high friendly. Yes, you are. It's true. And, and I would tell anybody, first of all, uh, when, when you're high, I've said this a million times, people go, were you high? High doesn't make shit seem good. High just takes something that's fucking great and makes it that much better. Exactly. Right? And also it makes shit look worse. 
If yeah, it is shitty, and you'll see food. bad it's acting. It's a bum out. Yeah. I resent yeah, yeah. the the hacky implication of oh, you eat anything if you're stoned. No, I will. I will not eat shitty food just because when I'm high, my palate is so oversensitive. Like I don't enjoy it. Well, I will eat shitty food. Oh, really? I I won't. Well, I don't, but, oh, I will, but I will enjoy good food that much more. You mean you'll eat junk food? Oh, you're right. So your McDonald's, like if you go get the McDonald's Angus burger, I don't know what's in it or how good it is. It is delicious. Sure. But uh, shitty food, you're right. Like if I open up like a shitty microwave thing, you're the, right. The, yeah. The thing about fast food is it's designed to taste good, yes. right? It's designed to make you want to eat as much of it as possible. Yeah. Like it's not an accident. Yeah. But yeah, there's a big difference between that and the like the Swanson 12-piece fried chicken it, it thing. Does it, it does it. It I, does I was working with this comic one time and then he, he just... I was headlining. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh, and then he said uh, the thing about White Castle is like you think it's a good idea until you bite into it. <laughs> like that second you bite into it, and I relate to that. The horrible. White Castle burger is horrible. Horrible. Do you know? It, Even it's if disgusting, you're high. But I, I have Even thing, if you're high. My thing with fast food is it's it's delicious until you stop eating it. <laughs> like the moment you put it down, it's like, <laughs> It was always that with Kentucky Fried Chicken for me. Uh, was like once a year, uh, I would get a, a Kentucky Fried Chicken meal like, because it smells so good, you drive it past so it. Good. You drive past and they pump that smell out. It's like, oh my God, it smells so good. And while you're eating it, it is the most delicious thing. Amazing. But you, you can't stop eating it because once you're done, you feel like you got punched in the stomach. That's why I keep eating. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, they here's, know what's, here's know what we're going to do. Yeah. I have um, a few songs I'm going to play for you. Okay. And then Blake uh, made you something. And all then right. we uh, we say goodnight. I had so much it's fun. It's all perfectly civilized. This is the best. This is, you know what? The best episode Can I just of your ask Paul some, some, some questions? Uh, we don't have time. Well, really quick. Mm, it's got to be really quick. Really quick. Uh, do you ever, do you, I'm serious. Uh, these are like real lightning questions. Lightning round. Yeah, lightning round. Okay, lightning round. Yeah. Uh, do, you have okay. a, do you have like a, a set routine? Obviously, you have days where like you have to Stop go and do stuff. Stop hitting But then you ha- do you have a set routine where, where you get shit done? You wake up, you do something, then you have... You, I do not. You it do not. It is catch as catch can. My life is very uh, chaotic mm-hmm. to a certain degree. And so you don't have a like, set office do not time have, where you sit down I do and not. write your I wish hilarious that I did. material. I wish that I did, but I do not. Okay. I do it when I can do it. Okay. Uh, you've been uh, married how long? I, it will be two years in April. Okay. And how long were you guys together? Uh, we were together five years before we got married. That's great. Can I ask you a question? Yes. You fucked that shit? Oh, yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Todd, it's your publicist, Jerry Glam. It is Monday the 16th. It's about 4 p.m. I have been trying you frantically on both lines. I need to talk to you today. Give me a call. I'm getting very upset. I have been made well aware today, as has everyone else in the world and the comedy community, that you've decided to go and call yourself gay. Now, that just really puts me in a tough position, Todd. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Have you put any thought into your endorsements? Yes, sure. There were no actual endorsements on the table, Todd. But I was very, very close to closing the deal for the second callback for the UPS thing. They wanted you to be the spokesman for UPS. But they called. They can't have it. They're done. They're moving on. They're getting somebody else. They deliver packages. They don't need somebody who has a gay double entendre working against them. Oh, hey, UPS, we deliver packages. Look at the horny fucking gay guy who's got a big package. They tell you the truth. He might want your package inside of him. Who knows? Uh, this is ridiculous. Don't even play this. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what your angle is, Todd. I don't know what you're thinking. What are you going to do? Are we gonna endorse gay products? You're right, gonna, turn this guy off. He's out of his fucking publicize. mind. You're going to have gay people come to your show? Come, come on. No, this is ridiculous. This guy's out of his goddamn mind. He works for Chris Hardwick. You're in not, the PR department. You're not going to have gay people come to your shows, are you? No. Oh, thank God. No. 
Look, I, God are you shitting you. me, Paul? No, no. Look, well, I don't know. It's all I want people world. to come uh, to my shows. That's all. I'll take anything I can. You know what? I'll take any any loving person that shows up at my show. Right. What are you gonna do when they show up? <laughs> what if Joe Paterno rises from the grave yes. and comes to one of your shows? I'll take. I'll take it. I'll take his money. I'll lie. I'll say, "Oh no, that was Paul F. Tompkins." Oh my God, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. I think your legacy. All right, listen. So here's what we got to do. Uh, we have two more things to do, okay. and then and Blake made you something. He is Blake. At, is Blake uh, Wexler is a huge fan. So hold on. I found some songs. Yeah. Did you? And I and I and I wanted to know if you wrote them. Because you used to be a songwriter, is that correct? I have written some songs. Because yeah. everyone did not play play heard. one of them. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings. Yeah, I wrote that. Oh, you did write you that. You did. What, what, you what? get it, right? Because you think it's going to be well, no, dirty I, hey, stuff and then... Paul. A lot of people say, oh, you like that song, ironically? Uh, you know what? No. I really That's like it. I, I mean, love the clever because oh, you think it's going to be dirty, but then it isn't. That's the writing. When it's, did you write it? I wrote that, uh, I would say, probably about it's one of my earliest things. I started stand-up in 86. I probably wrote that in 90. Jesus Christ. You, now, Andy Kindler, you know he wrote My Dingling. That's what he said. He says that. I, what? There, well, there's a few of us that all contributed. Chelsea Peretti said that they would go camping and write songs and that she wrote most of my dingling. That's a true story. She did write most of it. Oh, so you went camping che- with them too? Is this true? No, no. It didn't all happen on the camping trip. This is true. Hold on, hold on. Chelsea hold on, did hold write. On, yeah, this, this is, is true. true. Of course it is true. Chelsea wrote most of my dingling on a camping trip with Andy and I want to say uh, Angel Salazar. And. <laughs> Then we all got together for coffee after that trip and like a debriefing. Uh, Anytime any of us went on a camping trip, we would always have a debriefing session uh-huh. at Jerry's Deli. And so they showed me the lyrics and it was all like on napkins and tree bark and stuff like that. And uh, so I contributed a couple lines to that. But Chelsea absolutely, because I recognize. And it's about, his, as he said, a lot of people don't know it was about his penis. It was about his penis, yeah. I would have never. It's about Angel that. Salazar's. Penis. I thought it was about a. Was yeah, Angel no. and Chelsea an item at the time? There's oh. still some speculation. Chelsea Peretti was fucking every guy. Oh, he, she was. Well, it's hard thing. to pinpoint. He says yes, she says no. Okay. I know the truth. I'll talk about it off the okay. air. I have another song. Sure. Did you write this? I'm, oh, I feel like I want to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> okay, stop. Hold on, Paul. Yeah, I wrote that. I gotta get. I gotta get the visual for our listeners. That guy wouldn't remember yeah. that he wrote it. You, you, you had your head tilted. No, back. it sounded. Mm. Of course, it sounded familiar. You weren't sure at one point whether you wrote it or not. Yes, but then I, I, I just needed to hear a little bit more, and then yes, absolutely, I wrote that. You wrote it. How about this next song? Did you write this? Don't. don't are you? You're not lying to me, are you? What do I gain from lying about this? Well, these are. I don't know. He take bit, credit for bit, great songs. The bit keeps going, and and it's funny. Okay, play this. Shake hands with your uncle Max, my boy, and here's your sister Cheryl, and here's your cousin Isabel. That's Irving's oldest girl, and you remember the Tishman twins, Gerald and Jerome. We all came out to greet you and to wish you welcome home. Marrow yeah, with I wrote that. Yeah. You wrote that? Yeah. What, was what, that what's about? The, what is that about? Thank you. It's just about Jewish people and their stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Why did you set it to an Irish kind of a beat? To be funny. Play it a little more. I want to hear what you're... What's funnier than that? That's funny, right? Now that I know what it's about... You know how Irish people have great names? Yes. And Jewish people, just their names are so dumb. Like, look, your name is Glass. What we're saying, is it funnier than it is mean? I think I'm proving that point. I Shake think. hands with your uncle Saul, my boy, and here's your brother Saul. Sid. And Sid? Your cousin, You're right. You know who expects another kid? When there kid you on the road, my boy, wherever you shall roam. Here we go. We'll all be here when you come back to, to wish you. Play it from the beginning Welcome again. home, Jews. Thank you. Uncle Max, my boy, and here's your sister, Cheryl. And here's your cousin, Isabel. That's Irving's oldest girl. Irving. And Irving. remember the Tishman twins, Gerald and Jerome. We all came out to greet you and to wish you welcome home. Meet right? Barowitz, Barowitz, Handelman, Shandelman, Gerber and Gerber and Steiner and Stone. I didn't even make that up. Those are actual names. I love that. When did you write that song? Oh, I started setting them in 86. <laughs> I probably wrote that in... 1959. I love your clarity. Uh, There's one more song. I, you don't bring up point. Can I tell you the truth? <laughs> I have been playing songs for people since we started this podcast. Really? Andy Kindler said he wrote that song. Um, uh, ah, shut up in your face. Oh, he, he did he that. really? Yeah. Oh, shut why? the fuck up. That's interesting that he said that. Oh no. That's no, Paul. 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 That. We have a safe word on this show. Do you swear to God that this is a true story? I swear to God Almighty. Okay. Okay. I wrote that song. What, with okay, Andy. if What's Andy Kindler was you, here, hold on, hold why on. Why are you looking so sad? Right? Yeah. Sound familiar? Yeah. It does. Hey, shut up, you face. Yeah. Now, I'm half Italian. My mother's maiden name is Benvenuto. It means welcome. That explains it. You think Andy Kindler wrote that song? Can you play it? It's because he wishes he wrote the Jew song that I wrote. Oh, he was trying to get back at you. Maybe so. I gotta be honest. I don't have this type of show where undercover stuff. I feel like a little bit of like a, you know, like a 2020 show here. Like a Hugh Downs. Thank you. Let me hear the shut up your face. Tell me if this is because I might be. Right? Is this the song you wrote? Yeah. This is the one Andy says you wrote? Yes. <laughs> what seems more likely? Let me hear the ending. Alright. Here it comes. Why you look so sad? Pause it. Right? You wrote that. You're telling me Andy Kindler wrote that. Okay, we, we are actually so out of time. Can we have Andy Kindler on and you and you guys? Well, we're going to have to now, aren't we? I would love to talk to Because i got to tell you this, Paul, and you I know I like that. it. Andy's a good friend of mine, uh, and you're... Look, it's A been, better it's, friend of yours. No, he's not a better friend of mine, but he's a friend no, of mine. I'm a better friend of yours. Paul... He's God. a friend of mine that I'm going to defend that he's not here, and you're saying that he's stealing. And then this business. I never said that. Well, you're saying he's I'm taking. I'm saying he said a thing uh, that maybe was not 100% true. I'll tell you what I'm going to do because I want to leave on a good. Uh, uh, we'll have you both on the show. Did you write this song? Look at 
that booty. Show me yes. the booty. Give me the booty. Okay, that's fine. I believe you. He said he didn't write that Give one. Give me that booty? He yes. said you wrote that, actually. Well, he's right. <laughs> oh, so I guess he tells the truth sometimes. No, he did say you wrote that. Yeah. Chelsea Peretti also said you wrote it. They Thank said, you, "Listen, Chelsea. yeah." I said, "I don't believe it." He goes, "They go listen to his act, that and is, then you'll believe he wrote it." It was inspired by a story that Chelsea told me about her parents. This song, yes. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. So that's generous of Chelsea to say that. She told me this very sweet story about her parents. Is that it? And then I wrote that song. Is there any others? Did you write this? All right, you were. He, they, the they said you wrote hockey. that too. First of all, I want to say I had so much fun today. This was God, great. I love the. Welcome. Si- I love the. Si- here's what. I, this is the perfect show for me. Now, by the way, if you're listening and you're going, oh, this is when we might have to part ways. I love. <laughs> Why would you say that while I'm still in the room? No, not you. Oh. I'm saying that this was my perfect... But you're saying the listener. You're saying it's a perfect show, and you're now you're speaking on behalf of the listener, where the listener's like, Todd, we might have to part ways on no, that. No, no, no. Well, he's saying well, that to the listener. Sucked. I'm saying that to the listener. I know. That's uh, my well, point. Here's, okay, here's what I'm saying. At one, at, at, there might be some listeners. I'm afraid that people will go, like, here's my favorite show, to be silly and then be able to talk about shit. Yes. I love going back and forth. I'm being totally genuine. This is the stuff of life, Todd. Thank you. <laughs> Someone said, I, I'm doing Colin Quinn when I do that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, but it was so much fun. And, uh, and I, I think we'll end it because and I would, uh, with uh, Blake uh, Wexler. As sensitive, thank you, Katie. Uh, always, I like to uh, your show, which I'm going to do when I come home. Your show's yeah. on Thursday night. By the way, everybody goes, "How does Katie get so many people down there?" So uh, everybody says really cool things about your show. It's odd Thursdays, Odd Thursdays. Tumblr. Com. And it's like it, it, every week, uh, uh, it's a good show. And you know, I'm not just saying it. I know sometimes you're like, "Oh, thanks for plugging my show," but to tell you the truth, everyone always says what a good show it is. So I'm thinking like people are out there. They're like, "Hey, I want to check out a good show on Thursday night." I'm I'm sending you there. Okay. Thank you. And uh, have with- you done the show, Tom? I have not yet, but I'm going to do it. Have you done the show? I haven't been asked. Why don't you oh. do it? Well, they're asking. Mm. I'm asking you on the air. Oh, my God. That's, That's right, like... Paul. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris, uh, I'm coming. We're going to do the show. We're going to do the podcast from Bloomington at the uh, Comedy Attic. Oh, I love so? hanging out there. On yes. the road. Yeah, we're taking this on the road. You, you, can't, you can't just. You've got to take this on the road. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Sensitive. I know you got a dog and then you got rid of it, and I'm sorry that that happened, but you did the right thing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, Blake, uh, come on over here because I know you get a little nervous. And, and let me just let me explain this. Blake is a little nervous. Sure. He's a little nervous, and uh, d- don't be nervous. Don't be nervous I'm, at all. I'm a big fan of his. I, I know I you are. Oh, well, thank, thank you. Very you. Much, no, no, I appreciate oh, this. Well, thank it's you. great. Um, yeah, I mean, if this is a good time, I. Uh, I'm, I'm from Philly. I, I've been it's a great time. It's it's the best time of any, and uh, I, I'm a little nervous. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of your career, your stand up. Um, the pot of Tomcast is amazing. I'm actually Thank going you. to your show at the UCB on Friday. Dead author is super excited. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I've had a couple. There's been a few incidents in the past on this podcast with me, but you know, I mean, I should be going to therapy, and it's been amazing for me. So, oh, good, good. I, uh, to show you how much I appreciate you and how big of a fan I am, I I made you this. This candle holder, uh, if my memory serves me correctly. So here it is, and uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. So thank you. Quite okay. What is that? Can I say something here? Candle holder. You made memory serves me correctly. Well, hold on, hold on, Uh, hold on, hold on. Well, I think we should wrap up the show because I think you know it's uh, Blake. Yeah, I know everyone thinks this is going, 
and I am desperately trying not to have it go there. And I know there's people listening going, the only thing you did, and first of all, you said that you were going to therapy, but I don't know you are going to therapy, and I don't want you to give... You're not going to therapy. I know you're not going to therapy because I I, never said I was. No, you you, you you actually did. No, I didn't. Uh, You did. You said you did. I did it. Play it where he said he's going. He went to therapy. Don't, Chris. Come on. Hold on, Mike. Paul, I'm a huge fan of yours. I, I love your stand-up. The okay, Pilot Tomcast is amazing. And uh, I'm actually going to your dead author show at the UCB on That's Friday. Great. I'm super excited for I'm that. I'm not debating this part. I don't part. know if you listen to Todd's podcast, but there's been some incidents involving me in the past. But I should be going to therapy and... Oh, uh, sh- oh pause it. Wow. Pause it. I know. You- <laughs> what? He's... You said I do. I should be going to therapy. Yeah, I That's, didn't say I was going to therapy. Blake, you, Blake, you're not going to do what you do. You're going to have to listen. What, okay. Put your finger. Put your fucking finger down. Okay, listen. Hold wow. on. Okay. You said I should be going to therapy, and it's really made a lot of improvements. If you should be going to therapy, then how would it make improvements? The fact that I should has improved my life. It's really helped at my life. The fact that I should be going. To, what? When you're going to shake your head? You're gonna keep fucking shaking your head, Todd. This is fucking this happens every time. You're, you're not. You're not gonna do this. Why? Oh my God. I was wow. all went to Conestoga High School. What are the chances that I picked the wrong comedian coming out of Philadelphia, try to ride your fucking coattails to your dead end fucking career? I could be riding a guy's coattails who actually has coattails that he wears on stage because he respects the fucking crap. All right, you're you're at you're. I don't want to. I sound like. I'm a, what? You're out of line. I'm not out of line. He wasn't out of line. That last thing he said. Sorry, I think Paul, was... Tom uh, I... Oh God, that's kissing his. Shut ass. up! I... Shut up! Shut up! It's my show. Paul, 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 talk as much as you want. Okay, it's Blake, my show. Blake, can I say something? Oh, really? You're wearing a Dodgers hat? You never played a fucking sport in your life? Don't bring me into your fucking identity crisis. Really you Russian red piece of shit. All right, you're... You... Shut up! No, tell me to oh, shut up. Yeah, I am telling you to shut up. You bring a guy in your show who can do a fucking ten characters. Spot on! Fucking, uh, John C. Riley, Fucking Ice-T! All these amazing characters! You do one character, an unsuccessful comedian who reads backwards! Wow. Talking about your dyslexia! Alright, you I know what? I told it. you that in confidence. Did you? Did you have to preface it for my you... hey, I may not be able to read forwards, but hey, I, you know, I can read backwards. No, you're you're out of line. Blake, deal. you have a serious illness. Do I? Do I have a big fucking illness? You bring an amazing man on this show. You fucking talk at the beginning of the show about your fucking ride-alongs. Who gives a shit? He was in There Will Be Blood. I was in. I was. I did good shows. Shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. I did. I was on. Shut your fucking mouth. What were you in? I've been on nice shows. You're mentioning some of the bad things I've done. I did as part of Mr. Show. Mr. Show. What did you do on Mr. I remember Paul on Mr. Show. I remember that fucking distinctly. What did you do on Mr. Show? I... You can't even say it. You can't. What do you even? Oh, I'm on fucking Dust.0's awful prank show. It's not named ironically. You're fucking awful. All right, you're not. You know, I could say some things you, you told me about. Say it. Say something. You want a fucking cat? Your cat. I talked to your cat. It wants to fucking kill itself. That's it. Oh, I'm around Todd all day. He fucking cries and cries and cries. You're disgusting. I'm really, uh, is this... This is just not Paul... Uh, 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 what? How do you not know my name? We've known each other for fucking six 
because I'm the getting worst six years okay. of my fucking life. Blake, you, you might be a little well, bit out of line. I think we went over you, Dan. You want you shut your fucking mouth? You don't got to talk to my friend like that. Come Bro, on. A friend is just using you for fucking feature work, <laughs> which I'm trying to do, but you won't fucking book me on your goddamn road dates. Really, an MC? I've been doing it for five years. You Fuck you, Todd. Paul. Road dates and quotes. I don't know. This is you're out of wait. line. First of all, I'm out of line. Oh yeah, all right, Todd. Yeah, sit down. Sit down on your fucking ass. You drive the same car as Bill Burr because you think people are gonna talk about it because it makes you funny. A black Prius. That's Bill Burr's fucking ride. Uh, you have. You, I can't. I can't. I, by letting you even talk yeah, is yeah, giving yeah, it validity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Go Why don't you make this, some more fucking eat more fatty foods, Todd? I know you've been cheating on your fucking diet. Just because you take Lipitor doesn't put you in the clear. <laughs> I, th- I think I should. I should. Go no, there. no, Paul, no. you stay. Yeah. Paul, please don't leave. Please don't leave. All right, stop kissing his ass. I'll fucking kick his ass all day. You don't think that you think this is a nice way to treat me? You? I can give a fuck about you. All right, this is hurting my feelings. Okay. I think I'm gonna cry, actually. What? Cry? Cry? Where are the tears? Bring the tears. You're such a shitty actor. You can't even have tears come out of your eyes when you're fucking sad. Let's think about, uh, oh, I don't know, all the members of your family who have fucking died. Oh, you said that last time. You, you don't, you're not see. And you're you're going to a doctor? Huh? This is helping you? What is it? I should be. I feel fucking amazing. (laughs) You feel amazing? Yes. Well, I don't. Good. You shouldn't. All right. Why should make you feel amazing? I don't know. Fucking Letterman, the Tonight Show. I'm yeah, doing. I'm gonna the... go on Kimmel again. Midnight. I'm, I'll be fucking awake for that. I hope he hears this, and I hope you fucking dig a hole for your whole goddamn career. Well, you've dug one for me. You know, I've... and I'm associated with your fucking shit. I've edited out stuff you said on the show before because I know that you have a good heart. Well, Just I don't Jimmy Kimmel line. Podcast, just like everyone else. So what? No one would hear it anyway. Say that again. Excuse me. Say. I wh- don't listen to this podcast, and neither does anyone else. Well, fifty thousand people a week will tell you that you're wrong. Oh, really? Well, there's 50,000 listen to the first 15 minutes and the rest of the 10 fucking All hours right. that you do, no one gives a shit. I got to wrap things up, Paul. Uh, that's just rude and wrong. I barely feature anymore. I'm mostly headline. That's the thing that you were... Funniest well, that's thing you the said thing that... Hilarious. It's like he said that a half hour ago. It hurt me the most, Paul. Yeah, he likes you. It's easy for you. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. All is, right. All right, I'm going to try to bring this, you know... You're never going to be on the show again, Blake. Oh, okay, that's going to hurt. You know, I've been sneaking over to Pete Holmes' podcast and hanging out there. Because that's a real fucking podcast. That's the best new podcast, not this fucking shit. Well, Chris Hardwick said this was the best new podcast. How is he not firing you, by the way? Oh, I'm going to go on Mark Maron's podcast and talk about myself. I only listened to the first two minutes, but it was me, 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 I, I, I. Selfish. What I talked about was selfish? Yeah. I didn't listen to again. I didn't listen to it. I was in the first two minutes. It was enough. Your voice it fucking drives me crazy. All right. Well, Paul, thank you so much uh, for coming today. We really. I'm sorry to end it like this, yeah, but it sorry doesn't. About this. It doesn't... kind of kind of sucks to end it that way. It was I really know. Uncomfortable and. Wrong. It's all right, but let's let's try to end. We have like you know a minute to just sort of bring us out of this because I'm not going to let this be the. I'm not going to let it uh, end the show this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you're not going to do that anymore. Happening. Stop that. Um, thank you so much. I know I, I, I'm going to end positive. This thank, was so much you. fun. Uh, let's sure. end with a song, something fun, so we can get ourselves out of this little bit of Sounds rut. I can't, and let me tell you something, just so you don't think I'm a maniac and, sure. and bring a little validity to what just happened. Obviously, you've heard the shows before. I think you have when he screams. Yes. He told me he was in therapy. 
mm-hmm. and I thought it was the right thing to do. Everyone deserves a clear slate. Right. And that's the only reason. I really, really, I swear he's to God. He's actually a sweet guy. Well, no, he's not. Guy. He has a problem. But when someone has that much of a problem, you can't really be angry with him. You have to have sympathy for him. He's out of here right now. He, they just took him out the of here. The episodes that I'd listened to where that happened, I just assumed, like, okay, those are isolated incidents. That can't happen every single time. But it seems like it happens every single time. Well, it's time. never going to happen again. He tricked me for the last time. Okay. So do we, let's bring in some... <laughs> There we go. Uh, you know what's so funny? I get so much into that bit that I, it's hard. Like I'm trying to stay in it, but yet I'm not really sad. Like I'm going to commercial. <laughs> I'm, I'm ending the show like a little bit. Like God damn it, that was the the funnest show in the world. And then Blake fucked it up. <laughs> but then I realized, no, it didn't really happen. I know part I'm, of the show. I know I'm breaking character a little, but you know it's what? Right. I had to. You earned it. Thank you. Is there anything you want to talk about, uh, plug? Plug. <laughs> anything you want to talk about if we have a minute left? I just want to discuss issues like uh, where I'm going to be. <laughs> when, uh, when will people hear this? Uh, Friday. On Friday? Uh, there's still a couple what? things. Oh, no, they won't hear this. Maybe. Yeah, the first. You know what I'll do? Anything you have, we'll put on the beginning of the first podcast. How about this? If you're in Vancouver, Canada, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, uh, February 15th, I will be performing as part of the uh, the Vancouver Comedy Festival with the Super Ego podcast. They're going to do a live version of their podcast. I will be joining them for that. Two shows, February 15th. And March 10th in Los Angeles, Largo at the Coronet, uh, the Paul F. Tompkins show, which is a variety, live variety show that I do, will be celebrating its 10th anniversary uh, on that night. That, that show will sell out, so get tickets for that as soon as possible. Uh, tickets are all available for all of those things at pauleftompkins.com. That's good. That's right. great. And, where, which and Pod F. Tomcast is my podcast. Yes. Which, Todd, I encourage you to give a listen. I'm, I'm you don't going have to. to. You no, don't no, have you know to, what? But you, I think you would enjoy it if you listened to it. You teased me with uh, your, your... First of all, I knew you were high-friendly, but I got to... Hey, let me tell you something. If I knew I could turn something on and, and smoke a little bit and then be somewhere with somebody, it's intriguing Wait till you hear this fucking thing. Yes. Um, so, uh, Daniel, thank you. Am I, I right? will be uh, funny right? at a um, party this weekend somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, he really and, is. Good. Uh, I am good at parties. Like he is honestly, good at parties. Like, I like entertain your uncle or whatever. You know, I'll be I have co- stories about the road. Can you make it seem like your thumb is not connected to your? Oh hand? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one and you honestly, do. I, the only thing I, I plug is my Twitter. My, I, it's at Daniel Kino. K I N. I want Twitter too, you guys. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we talked about the thumb. You know, moving the thumb away from your hand. Yes. Whenever you have a joke in your act, think of it. Is it the equivalent to the thumb from the hand? Could anybody do it? There you go. Like, there are you driving you to a comedy club That's to right. do that joke? That That's would be right. the same as if somebody drove to the comedy magic club. Yes. Went, you know, uh, or the, the magic castle. That's right. And they parked their car. <laughs> And then they went on stage and they did the thumb, and the audience is going, "Really?" Any intelligent audience member. And here's the thing, and what's funny about that is there is hack magic, just like there is hack comedy. Of course, there is. You go to the, I've been to the Magic Castle a number of times, mm-hmm. and there's stuff like like, "Oh, that's like the rings." Right. Like people are still doing the ring. Can you fucking on believe a stage? It? They're yeah. still doing the rings. Yeah. You know what I saw and by the way, time? also the the person that escapes out of the. Uh, uh, out of the uh, the uh, the box. The, no, the with the, the with the, the crazy suit. What's it called? Uh, the straight jacket. Straight jacket. Yeah. I could give a fuck that you're getting. I don't care how many belts you buckle up. I don't give a fuck. It's not intriguing. You're not holding my interest. I hope you. I don't care how many leather straps you. I don't care how fucking tight they are. I want you to know that nobody in this audience in their right mind gives a flying fuck or there's no tension building over your dumb straight jacket. That's, Todd, that, that's the girls it. going to the bathroom together of magic. Yes. Todd. 
I would be shocked if anyone heard anything past Crazy Suit. <laughs> because that is a wonderful, wonderful term. That's crazy the NBC version. That what's, the, what's the Crazy Suit? All right, well, there goes the last song. Paul, what would you like to write out on? Pick a song that's just, you know, that's really... Is there a song you know that you know the meaning of it more than everybody else? Or what's something we could go to that's just really a good song and you can pick it? How about if we do this? Losers by Bell Brigade. Good night, everybody. There will always be someone better than you Even if you're the best So let's stop the competition now Or we will both be losers And I'm ashamed I ever tried to be higher than the rest Brother, I am not alone We've all tried to be on top of the world somehow Cause we have all been losers I don't want to be laid down No, I don't want to die knowing That I spent so much time when I was young Just trying to be the winner so I want to make it clear now I want to make it known That I don't care about any of that shit no more Don't care about being a winner Or being smooth with women Or going out on Fridays Being the life of parties No Now leaving Nerdist.com.